January the 24th, 2024, 2 Samuel chapter 19. I am forgiven. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, we bless your holy name. We exalt you. We magnify you in spirit, hallelujah, and in truth. And we thank you, Father God, for being God, for being Lord, for being Father, King, for being love and joy and peace, being protection, being salvation. We thank you for being God. We bless your holy name, Father God. We we thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us yet another opportunity to please you, to exalt you, to magnify your holy name, to lift you up before men, before women, to exalt you, to walk in faith, knowing that without faith, it's impossible to please you. We bless you this day and we look forward to receiving our daily bread and doing that you might be glorified. We bless and praise you in the name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Family, thank you on today. Thank you for another opportunity that you've given me to be with you, to share with you this moment as you seek the Lord, as you lay before the Lord, as you lie in his presence, knowing that it is a personal and intimate moment You've given me the opportunity to share it with you. Thank you, family. Today, the Lord has allowed us to entitle this particular episode in, in, in Samuel chapter 19, I am forgiven. And yesterday's episode invoked many questions surrounding grief. The takeaway was thoughts of loss, compassion, opportunity, and evangelism the continuation today of the death of absalom david's son and what's ahead for david is is a little long not very long but yes it's a little long and and i may save any commentary for tomorrow unless the holy spirit leads in another direction either way i encourage you to still allow the holy spirit to direct you because although we all have the same general mission. Your specific mission is not the same as mine. Therefore, remain sensitive to how you are being led. Holy Spirit, we are open to your guidance. Lead our minds, our hearts, and our feet towards the fulfillment of God's divine plan. We pray this in the mighty and majestic name of Jesus, our Savior, and Lord, let us go into this word this morning, family. Second Samuel chapter 19. I am forgiven. It was told Joab, Behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people heard that day, The king is grieving for his son. And the people stole into the city that day as people still in who are ashamed when they flee in battle. The king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, Oh, my son Absalom, oh Absalom, 
my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house to the king and said, You have today covered with shame the faces of all your servants, who have this day saved your life and the lives of your sons and your daughters and the lives of your wives and your concubines, because you love those who hate you and you hate those who love you. For you have made it clear today that commanders and servants are nothing to you. For today, I know that if Absalom were alive and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. Now therefore arise, go out and speak kindly to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night. And this will be worse for you than all the evil that has come upon you from the youth until now. Then the king arose and took his seat in the gate. And the people were all told, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came before the king. Now Israel had fled every man to his own home, and all the people were arguing throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us from the hand of our enemies, and saved us from the hand of the Philistines, and now he has fled out of the land from Absalom. But Absalom, whom we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now therefore, why do you say nothing about bringing the king back? And the king sent this message to Zadok and Abathar, the priest, Say to the elders of Judah, Why should you be the last to bring the king back to his house, when the word of all Israel has come to the king? You are my brothers, you are my bone and my flesh. Why then should you be the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, Are you not my bone and my flesh? God do so to me, and more also, if you are not commander of my army from now on in place of Joab. And he swayed the heart of all the men of Judah as one man, so that they sent word to the king, Return, both you and all your servants. So the king came back to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to meet the king and to bring the king over the Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Jirah, the Benjaminite, from Barim, hurried to come down with the men of Judah to meet King David. And with him were a thousand men from Benjamin, and Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, with his fifteen sons and his twenty servants, rushed down to the Jordan before the king, and they crossed the ford to bring over the king's household and to do his pleasure. And Shimei, the son of Jerah, fell down before the king as he was about to cross the Jordan and said to the king, Let not my lord hold me guilty, or remember how your servant did wrong on the day my lord the king left Jerusalem. Do not let the king take it to heart, for your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I have come this day, the first of all the house of Joseph, to come down to meet my lord the king. Abishai the son of Zariah answered, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the Lord's anointed? But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah, that you should this day be as an adversary to me? Shall anyone be put to death in Israel today? For do I not know that I am this day king over Israel? 
And the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king gave him his oath. And Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king. And he had neither taken care of his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came back in safety. And when he came to Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? He answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me, for your servant said to him, I will saddle a donkey for myself, that I might ride on it and go with the king. For your servant is lame. He has slandered your servant to my lord the king. But my lord the king is like the angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you. For all my father's house were but men doomed to death before my lord the king. But you set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I, then, to cry to the king? And the king said to him, Why speak any more of your affairs? I have decided. You and Ziba shall divide the land. And Mephibosheth said to the king, Oh, let him take it all, since my lord the king has come safely home. Now Basilei the Gileadite had come down from Raglan, and he went on with the king to the Jordan to escort him over the Jordan. Basilei was a very aged man, eighty years old. He had provided the king with food while he stayed at Mahanaim, for he was a very wealthy man. And the king said to Bahad Basilei, Come over with me, and I will provide for you with me in Jerusalem. But, but Basilei said to the king, How many years have I still to live, that I shall go up with the king to Jerusalem? I am this day eighty years old. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Can your servant taste what he eats or what he drinks? Can I still listen to the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be an added burden to you, my lord, the king? Your servant will go a little way over the Jordan with the king. Why should the king repay me with such a reward? Please, let your servant return, that I may die in my own city near the grave of my father and my mother. But here is your servant Shish Shimham. Let him go over with my lord the king, and do for him whatever seems good to you. And the king answered, Shimham shall go over with me, and I will do for him whatever seems good to you. And all that you desire of me, I will do for you. Then all the people of, then all the people went over the Jordan, and the king went over, and the king kissed Basilei and blessed him, and he returned to his own home. The king went on to Gilgal, and Shimham went on with him. All the people of Judah and also half the people of Israel brought the king on his way. Then all the men of Israel came to the king and said to the king, Why have our brothers, the men of Judah, stolen you away and brought the king and his household over the Jordan and all David's men with him? All the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, Because the king is our close relative. Why then are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's expense? Or has he given us any gift? And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah, 
We have ten shares in the king, and in David also we have more than you. Why then did you despise us? Were we not the first to speak of bringing back our king? But the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. I am forgiven. Family, I have did did you observe how forgiven David is? In a position of power and able to do what he will with those who oppose him. What does he do? He extends his hand of forgiveness. David has been forgiven of much and knows its value. Now, let's be real. Do you think that you would be able to forgive the woman or man that wronged you? Especially if they didn't care if you were killed or not. This conveys another reason why David is a man after God's own heart. Dear Lord, Father God, loving King, blessed be your holy name. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. You are awesome in all your ways and every day it is a blessing to bask in your presence, to lean into becoming more like Jesus every day. In our thoughts, in our emotions, and in our actions, we desire to be compassionate, forgiving, and loving. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Jesus, we thank you. You are the perfect example. We bless you, we praise you, and we exalt you. And Jesus, it's in your mighty and majestic name that we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Family, do be encouraged on today. God is truly good. And he is with you, never to leave you, nor forsake you, for a plan and a purpose. Be mindful of that plan and purpose. And those of you, friends, soon to be family, we know that when you are in a place where the words of God are not clear to your mind and to your heart, we know that it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives and kept us from hearing and receiving the words of God in our mind and in our hearts. But oh, hallelujah, God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. Let us come alongside you. Let us do life with you. Let us share your ups, your downs, your goings, your comings. Because indeed, we love you. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, 
be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.